1: Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
0: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. We'll talk about how... They bring their politics with them wherever they go. We'll talk about that this hour. Yet another statue torn down and a horrible one put in its place. Before We'll get to emails and all that stuff. Before we get to that, I want to I talk about some of the reasons these people stick around and some of the reasons they push for the things they push for and the things they do. Ukraine has been in the news a ton, and we've been talking about that a lot. Because of all the money these politicians wash through the U- Ukraine. But set that aside. Domestically, why do these people stick around? Why do you know who Stacey Abrams is? Why? She ran for governor and lost. Twice. What? Why do you know who Stacey Abrams is? Can you name another gubernatorial? You know what? Name me five. Gubernatorial losers that you know of. Anybody? Chris said Beto. Okay, that's a good one. Beto O'Rourke lost to Greg Abbott in Texas. Tudor Dixon. She lost to Gretchen Whitmer. Okay, good. That's in Michigan. That's two. Could anyone, three more, fellas. Lee Zeldin. Good, good. Okay, that's three. Three. And these are, these are, this is Chris and Michael. We do politics all day, every day. They can name three. Yet every single person listening to the sound of my voice right now knows who Stacey Abrams is. Everyone. Why? Well, here's why these people stick around. Here's why they stay in. Here's a headline. This is courtesy of uh, Spencer Brown at Town Hall. It's a fascinating article. Not because of Stacey Abrams. Set that aside because of how, how the machine works. And how many people get rich off of this whole thing? How many people get rich off of trashing the country? After raising a hundred million dollars, Stacy Abrams founded Fair Fight. That's the name of the organization. Fair fight is now unsustainable. Okay, so Stacy Abrams founds this organization called Fair Fight. They raise a hundred million dollars. Money that is now gone, all gone. In fact, it's so far gone. Fair Fight is facing 2.5 million in debt, and they've only got 1.9 million cash in the bank. That's again according to this article. This organization, for someone who was never governor, brought in a hundred million dollars. It's just a few years ago. Hundred million, just a few years. Poof, gone, vanished. So, how does this work? Well, what happens? Okay, you know what? Let's go back to the Corey Bush thing if you want to know how it works. Corey Bush, I told you I'd to get back to it. I was waiting for a chance. Corey Bush, the famous commie hag, defund the police, all that stuff. She's in a bit of trouble right now. Why is she in so much trouble? Well, she took federal funds, your money, and she needed a lot of it. Like $200,000 for her personal security. Because of course she's had many 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 threats out there. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm gonna make You're not gonna get that off on me. That's Corey Bush. Except Corey Bush paid two hundred thousand dollars to her friends and family In recent months right wing organizations have lodged
0: baseless
1: complaints against me peddling notions that I have misused campaign funds to pay for personal security services. That simply is not true. I have complied with all applicable, law, applicable laws. $200,000. 200000 200, That's money from her own constituents, from her own people. $200,000.
0: And house rules, and we'll continue to prioritize the rules that govern us.
1: Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm sure she finished that off with a fart. All this is about making people wealthier, and more powerful and this is how they do it if you're Stacey abrams you're running for governor whether you actually win or not i don't want to say it's inconsequential because winning gives you access to more taxpayer money you can hand out to friends and family so winning it's not like it doesn't matter they want to win they genuinely do but even if you lose what you can do is you start an organization of course you'll throw some hippie name on there like fair fight It's a fair fight organization. And then you start fundraising for this organization. Now, I need to explain how this works because maybe you're sitting there saying, Jesse, what kind of a nut job would stroke a big fat check to an organization run by Stacey Abrams? Even if you're a Democrat, who would do that? Well, there are a couple of different ways these organizations make money. And you should know that this takes place on the Republican side as well. This is how these dirt balls get rich get their friends rich, get their families rich. this is why they all end up rich from making 165 grand a year. someone explain that to me anyway they start an organization. you have to raise money for it right well if you're definitely if you're a Democrat there's some of this on the right but not as much. this is more prevalent on the Democrat side. you immediately get access to a huge white guilt donor Network. You have access to billionaire here and billionaire there and billionaire here. And they're always trying to pay their dues. Someone like a a Mark Cuban is a great example of this. He's a billionaire and owner of the Mavericks. Why does he go all in with this? I love diversity. I I need more diversity. We need more four-foot black dwarves on the staff. Why, Why do that? He's trying to avoid catching any heat from the commies. A great way to avoid catching that heat is paying a political ransom payment. Political ransom payments are very common now. Now, it doesn't look like a ransom. They didn't kidnap Mark Cuban's wife, if he even has one, I don't know, and hold a gun to her head and say, give me $2 million. What they say is, hey, Mark, we're starting this organization called Fair Fight. We would love it if you could give $2 million from your nonprofit, of course, to Fair Fight. I mean, after all, Mark, You're not a racist, are you? You're not. You don't hate black people, right, Mark? You have a bunch of black people on your basketball team. It would suck if we had to reach out to them and let them know you're not interested in helping us here at Fair Fight. You are interested, aren't you, Mark? And Mark strokes that check and the threats go away. It's political ransom payments. That's one of the main ways they raise that kind of money. But there's a second way, and this way is just as prevalent on the Republican side as it is the Democrat side, and I hate it. Absolutely despise it. I see it everywhere, and it makes my blood boil because of who it goes after. It's the online fundraising. When I say online, most of this is done through emails now, and here's how it works. You will... You're mad about the border, the Texas border. Okay, that was a huge story recently, Texas squaring off against the government. Wild how that went away, didn't it? Anyway, Texas squaring off against the government. Senator, who's a senator I really, really loathe? John Cornyn. What he does is he gets the head of the Border Patrol or uh, Mayorkas or somebody in front of him, and he asks him a tough question or two. This is a question that he's had laid out in front of him. His staff probably wrote it for him. Hey, Mayorkas, why did you let this terrorist in? And he'll probably elevate the sound of his voice. Don't you care about America? And you know why he did that? It's not because he wants an answer from Mayorkas. It's not because he gives a crap about America. It's because he knows he's going to give that video clip to his pack or someone like that. And they're going to send that video clip out by email to his email list. They have email lists are big money now. Big money. You want a list of everyone's email address. Hey, give me a list of all your gun owner emails. Give me a list of all your Republican emails. He sends out this video clip to all these people. And what happens is little old ladies get a hold of these email clips and and they look at John Cornyn and then at the bottom of it, or normally it's at the top, wherever it is, it's in bold letters. Donate $20 today and help us stop Mayorkas. But that $20 isn't going to stop Mayorkas John Cornyn doesn't have any intention of stopping Mayorkas. Doesn't care. Doesn't even have the power to do so if he wanted to. That $20 you gave to stop Mayorkas, it goes directly into John Cornyn's re-election campaign or his PAC or like the Stacey Abrams fair fight into a quote nonprofit who will work on his behalf. This is the kind of email fundraising I despise Because it is taking advantage of people who don't know any better, mainly older people. Not that older people are dumb by any stretch, but they're less technologically inclined, and less inclined oftentimes to read the fine print on an email. When Flossie gets that email, she can barely afford groceries, but she gives $10 to John Cornyn's pack because she's a patriot who loves her country, and she doesn't understand how filthy these people are, how the money goes to line their own pockets. That is how a political fundraising machine works, and it happens way too often in this country, and it sickens me. There. I just thought I thought it would be helpful for everyone to know that. We're going to get to some more emails and, and other things. Maybe, maybe that talk about politics and money made you feel a little dirty, and I certainly understand that. If it did, you need to shower. You do. And the good news is even my pillows towels have huge savings right now. It's not just the mattresses, the mattress toppers. I don't need to share my deep love for flannel sheets again do i it's towels as well sales on everything dog beds blankets everything it's their new year sale take advantage these don't come along very often about once a year so take advantage when everything's on sale my gosh go shop mypillow.com there's a radio listener special square click on that that's you gotta do that's the portal to get to the deals, and you have to use promo code JESSE. Radio Lister, Special Square, promo code JESSE. Get some American-made stuff from a company of patriots, all right? my pillow or call 800-845-0544. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. I uh, before I get to the emails and Sotomayor and John Kerry's witch daughter and everything else, I should probably say there have problems have arisen since the beginning of the show until now, where we sit in the last hour of the show. Do you remember? You remember we were talking about how we have to go out and put ourselves in physical situations with people, and I said. At the beginning of the show that I'm going to this party on Saturday for 50 people. Do you remember I said that? I'm going on this party on Saturday. Remember, you remember, right? Well, I didn't give out the details. I just didn't feel the need to give out the details at the time. But it's Ob's birthday party. It's my wife's birthday party. And it's all kinds of family and friends and all that other stuff. It's her birthday party. Well, I didn't really say that I didn't want to go. That's not what I said, okay? That is how she took it. She was uh, she was listening to the show, and she's texting me some stuff right now that's not all that nice, doesn't sound to her. To her, I guess I made it sound like I didn't want to go to her birthday party, and I just want to say, Princess, that's not true. I love you. I can't wait for Saturday. I'm going to do so much talking to people. <laughs> Did you hear John Kerry's daughter? These friggin' genocidal maniacs. The climate crisis is a health crisis, fundamentally. And that actually means it is a crisis, therefore, also of our stability, our security, our economic growth, and our fundamental future as a globe. When we think about it, health is fundamental to everything that we are trying to do. We're now about to see the statistics of the deaths that we're seeing by 2050 is more than double what the statistics used to be. This is not a future problem, though. We always talk in future numbers. This is a problem happening here and now today. 2023 was an apocalyptic year. Yeah, every, every year is an apocalyptic year for these people. Just remember, climate change activism is genocide. I'll say it over and over and over and over again. Climate change activism is genocide. These people believe the earth is overpopulated by billions billions. And they are getting more and more honest about their desire to reduce that population. That is genocide. If I walked into your town and said, my gosh, there are way too many people here. This We need to get rid of all these people. You would think I maybe had some bad plans. No? These people have very, very bad plans. Very bad plans. All right. Jesse. World Traveler Jesse, have you ever taken your family, uh, oh, this is out of nowhere, on an all-inclusive beach vacation? If so, where did you go? Okay, actually, I have gone on two, two, uh, yes, two all-inclusive trips in my entire life. Uh, Both of them ended in complete disaster. The first one was Jamaica when I was in the Marines. Me and my buddy, believe it or not, his name's Jesse, too. I don't have permission to give out his last name, but me and my buddy, we were close friends. We promised ourselves in Iraq that if we lived through Iraq that we would go to Jamaica when we got out. We were both single. Let's go to Jamaica, have a bunch of fun. We'll go enjoy ourselves down on the beach. You know what I mean? And so we live. We book a trip to Jamaica. But we don't have any money. There's no money. and So we didn't book... The nicest hotel? And when I say it wasn't the nicest hotel, the bartender? He would actually put water in the bottles of liquor right in front of you. As in, he would just pop the bottle off and walk over the sink and just just squirt a little water on there right in front of you. The Look, it was cheap. It was all we could afford. The crowd that was there. Look, here's the honest truth about life. You have to price yourself out of the riffraff. It doesn't do you any good when you can't get out of that. That's been basically my entire life. But look, my entire life has been half price night at the local Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, You don't really want to go to Chuck E. Cheese on half price night. You know why? Because you get the half price night crowd. You better bring your brass knuckles if you're showing up on half price night because it's all the people who can't afford Chuck E. Cheese on full price night. I know that sounds elitist. I've I've gone to all the crappy things you can ever go to because I didn't have the money. It's the truth. All right? It's the truth. It was a pretty rough resort experience in Jamaica. As in, you know how I talked about the beach? We wanted to go to the beach. And the first night we got there, we check into the rooms and we think to ourselves, "Wow, nice the beach." I mean, we've been stuck in Iraq and desert and crap forever, man. We wanted to see the beach. Show me the ocean and the beach. And we run down there, and it's night. And we just we run down there checking out the beach, and oh wow, getting your feet in the water, and oh this is great. Oh, we're gonna have so much fun in Jamaica, woo! And then we started itching real bad. It turns out that section of beach had a really bad problem with some sort of bug that got in the sand and you couldn't get into the beach because any part of your body that touched the sand would, th- would then be eaten by the bugs that were in the sand. So, it was an all-inclusive resort. Don't get me wrong, it was pretty tough sledding around there, but we could we didn't have money to go out to restaurants, so, you know, the all you can eat food, it was chicken fingers and cheeseburgers by the pool and it was a a watered down glass of whiskey it was uh it was rough hey we had a blast we had a blast until we had to get the hotel evacuated from that huge hurricane and we ended up making that fun too that was one all-inclusive the other one i took should have been nicer that but didn't turn out to be all that much fun i'll actually tell you about that then we'll talk about another monument being torn down next
0: fighting for your freedom every day The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: dot org.
0: energy.com for the prospectus and more information.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Don't forget, you can download the show if you miss a single second. It's all free. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. If if your station happens to cut off the show and you're mad about it, just go download the podcast of the show. On iTunes, hit the little uh, subscribe button so it automatically downloads on your phone. Leave a review talking about how handsome I am. Sonia Sotomayor. I'll get to her in a minute. I have to tell my one last little quick story about how how an all inclusive vacation can go wrong. So I told you about my really really crappy one. Well, I was I was selling RVs after that, and I was doing pretty well. I was a sales manager by that point, and I was doing okay. I was I was making good money. I was paying the bills anyway, and we decided we were going to take a nice vacation. We hadn't really taken any, and. When I say nice, nice is a relative term. Nicer than a a beach with a bug problem in Jamaica. I'll put it to you that way. So we picked Mexico. We wanted to go to Cancun. We picked this all-inclusive hotel in Cancun. And of course, of course, food poisoning wipes out the family. And it ends up Ob has to be wheeled back onto the plane home in a wheelchair and let me explain so sadly it came for me first which is amazing because I have an iron stomach when you eat my mom's cooking for your childhood your stomach ends has to toughen up and toughen up quickly all right my stomach I do not get sick I don't get seasick I don't get air sick I don't really get food sick I got food sick here first night sick bad I come out of it and we could only afford three or four nights so we're not down there for 10 days right I get sick the first night. Okay, I recover enough the second day. We're going to take the kids to a magic show. It was, of course, included with the all-inclusive thing. We're going to go to a magic show. We get to the magic show. We're in the lobby of the magic show. My oldest looks up and says, Dad, I don't feel good. And then I, right as I'm asking him what's wrong, he just turns and starts running away from me. Our kids do not do that. that there's something wrong. He sprints across the lobby in front of everybody. Pukes in the trash can. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? We have to send him back to the room. He's sick as a dog. Oh, gosh. Okay, that's two of us. The next day, we're scheduled to go zip lining through the jungle. They had these super tall, major – I'm talking 500 feet tall towers – where you zip line from a five hundred foot one to a four hundred fifty foot one, then for four fifty to four hundred, it's it's like an hour to do all these zip lines. It's crazy. If you're scared of heights, probably not going to be for you. It's crazy. On the way there, my youngest son. On the way there, in the hotel van because it was free. Of course, I don't feel well. Doesn't make it out of the van. Van doesn't get pulled over in time. And then he's on the ditch on the side of the road by dead. uh, It was a dead dog by roadkill being sick. And we're thinking this vacation is the worst thing ever. So we've been sick the entire trip. Everyone's been sick. The first the final day finally comes. There is a big kids area in this resort where you can essentially check your kids in and drop them off. And then you take off and go do whatever. It's, the, it's a kid's heaven. It's free pizza and it's arcade games and laser tag. It's heaven for the kids. And so you can drop the kids off and go do what you want to do. We book a couple's massage. Take the kids. We drop them off. We sign them in. We're walking out of the kids' area. My wife is digging through her purse. There's a little, I mean little, two or three inch ledge as you leave the kids' area. She doesn't see it. Boom twists her ankle, down she goes. Now, my wife's heart is nails because she's a gymnast her whole life. Gymnasts are just that way. So there's no screaming. There's no crying. There's no nothing. But when my wife says she's hurt, she's injured, she knows what an injury feels like. She's broken her sternum. She's had a million surgeries. It's gymnast. That's, that's the way life. She's on the ground right away. And she holds her leg, and she looks up, and she says, yeah, this is hurt, and it's hurt bad. Just says it just like that, stone cold. And, I'm, and she says it's her bad. It's friggin' bad. We have to scramble the hotel medical staff in the middle of this resort. And they have to bring her out. They put her in a wheelchair. They haul her up to the room. She's in an air cast. They're wanting to take her to a Mexican ER where I told her.
0: Buenos tardes.
1: But she wasn't confident in my ability to obla So she's like, we're going home tomorrow. No, we'll just give me some ibuprofen. We'll get through the day. And so we're sitting up there that night. We've done nothing but vomit and break our legs the entire trip. It's been a disaster, a disaster. She's frantic. She's a woman. She wants to do something fun, make a f- one fun memory on the vacation. One, the hotel had a bowling alley. It was two lanes. It was bowling alley in the basement. She says, "Say, why don't we go down? You guys can bowl." She's got crutches, legs in an aircraft, in an air cast, crutches. Yeah, let's go. Let's go bowling. We go downstairs. She crutches her way downstairs. Me and the boys go downstairs. I'm teaching them how to bowl. Not that I'm some world expert. I'm teaching them how to bowl. She's sitting back there. We bowl a couple games. Vacation's over. Let's go to sleep. We'll get on a plane tomorrow. She gets up. The crutches were not only too long for her. She's only 5'2". There was some kind of rump. Look, this hotel wasn't all that nice. The carpet was kind of put in poorly and it wasn't stretched out. There was a big overfolded part of carpet in the ground. Her crutches catch on it in a weird way. The ankle she didn't previously blow out, she blows it out. She's now on the floor of the bowling alley in the basement of the hotel with two blown out ankles after four days. We had to wheel our way through the Cancun airport. It was actually awesome. We didn't have to wait in any security line. She's in a wheelchair, wheeled us right up to the gate. We were the disabled people getting on first. Of course, I turned around and rubbed it in everyone's face. Sucks to be you, but we boarded first. When we got back here, we couldn't even go home first. I had to take her directly to the ER for surgery. That's my two all-inclusive things. I like all-inclusive. I like not having to worry about paying for things. I don't want to sound like Chris, but I enjoy that. It just doesn't it doesn't work out for the Kellys. Sotomayor tells on herself and admits that she's traumatized every time conservatives win a court case. She says I live in frustration. This is why I've always scoffed at the notion of well, we're gonna hire we're gonna we're gonna appoint justices that only care about the Constitution. We don't want partisan justices. Why are we faking like this all the time? Why do we have to play pretend? I hate playing pretend. No, we're not. That's not what I want. I don't, I don't want some nonpartisan judge. I want a bloodthirsty anti-communist who's going to view his role on the Supreme Court as destroying communism in this country. That's what I want. Ah, oh, Jesse, that's crazy. That's what they want. They don't even pretend anymore. Well, we're just going to abide by the Constitution. They don't even do you the courtesy of pretending like that's what they're interested in anymore. They get on the court, and they openly admit it. Sonia Sotomayor is a card-carrying communist who views her job on the Supreme Court as rewarding her friends and punishing her enemies. She is trying to carpet bomb America, and anytime something goes wrong for her... She'll just flat out admit it bothers her. She hates that she can't do communism all the time. Look, we have to be more forceful. Charleston, South Carolina, maybe, probably my favorite city in the country. I just adore Charleston. James Calhoun, he's a big Charleston guy. You can go tour his home in Charleston. It's really cool, by the way. He was also the seventh vice president of the United States of America. Yeah, um, they tore down his statue. They're putting up a new one though. who's this to honor? Denmark Vesey is his name. who's Vesey? Well, he is a black dude. He had a plot. He was going to gather up all the white ministers and women and children and men and to his own words, to his own words, spare not one white skin alive. He had a plan to apprehend and murder every white person in Charleston, he has a monument now to him, replacing the seventh vice president of the United States of America. Anywho, uh, the fight seems to be everywhere, doesn't it? Even the statues, the fights in the corporate world, as you well know. We talk about that fight all the time. We talk about trying to find as many ways as we can to take our money out of these places. I don't like that these big corporations, they take my money and then they write that political ransom check we were talking about earlier. You know who's never written one of those? Pure Talk. Verizon has. AT&T has. T-Mobile has. Verizon's never written a political ransom check. or Pure Talk's never written a political ransom check, ever. They care about you. When Pure Talk gets involved in causes, you know what they tackle? Veteran suicide. While the other phone companies are stroking checks to Planned Parenthood, Pure Talk's trying to stop veterans from harming themselves. It's time to switch. Dial pound two five zero and say Jesse Kelly. Pound two five zero, say Jesse Kelly. He doesn't
0: care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly show now. There was something we've talked about before on the show about, hey, how would someone it was I think it was an ask Dr. Jesse question. It was Jesse, how would they invade? If someone was to ever invade, how would they invade? And no, we're not about to be invaded. Don't worry. It's just not it's not possible. In- invasion, a physical invasion of America as we stand right now, it's not possible. It's not. Chris, in case you're wondering, yes, I did while I was in the middle of talking. I re- don't shake your head. I want everyone to know what just happened. I had an empty little, I was drinking a little protein shake thing. No big deal, just getting huge. I was drinking this protein shake thing, and there's a trash can probably 10 feet away from me. And while I was doing award-winning radio on the Jesse Kelly show, I just, with my right hand, just the flick of the wrist, Chris, it's really all about the follow-through. It's all about the follow-through. I really just kind of flicked my wrist and just perfect, beautiful follow through, beautiful jump shot. And I drained that political or political, the, the protein thing right into the trash can. And no one ever knew, which is why I had to tell you now that way you could heap praise upon me. Anyway, we can't be invaded. Too big, too powerful, too many guns. So these these countries, especially China, what what they do is they tear you apart from within. That way you can't intelligently defend yourself. They infiltrate, they sabotage, they bribe your political leaders, they make sure they can cripple the country in various ways. I want you to listen to this. This is from uh, Mike Gallagher, he's a Republican from Wisconsin, it doesn't matter, he's not the point. I want you to listen to what the CCP, what China, what the Chai have done.
0: According to the FBI, China's vast hacking program is the world's largest and they have stolen more Americans personal and business data than every other nation combined. But that wasn't enough for the CCP. In the past few years, our intelligence and cybersecurity agencies have discovered that the CCP has hacked into American critical infrastructure for the sole purpose of disabling and destroying our critical infrastructure in the event of a conflict, a conflict over Taiwan, for example. This is the cyberspace equivalent of placing bombs on American bridges, Water treatment facilities and power plants.
1: Remember, remember when Russian hackers hacked into one of our pipelines on the East Coast? This was very soon after Joe Biden got elected, and a bunch of Russian hackers shut down one pipeline—a major pi- pipeline—but shut down a pipeline on the East Coast. You remember that? You remember we had gas lines in America? That's one pipeline. These people. That's how they will attack us. If Taiwan goes off, and I hope it does not, if Taiwan goes off, and if we choose to actually step in, which I am doubtful we would because that is such a major thing, that's China's Navy against our Navy. That's not a bunch of Houthi rebels over there. That's big boy against big boy. If that actually goes off. What you will see, write it down, Chris. The day that I'm right about this will be a terrible day, but you might want to write this one down. If we actually square off against China, you will see critical systems in this country falter and fail almost inexplicably. It will be this water treatment plant here, this pipeline here, this, 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 that, this, this. It is it's just part of how warfare has always been conducted. There's nothing new about it. It's how it's always been conducted. I do want to hit this little one before I get to headlines I didn't get to. I wonder if the vax, that therapeutic they told everyone was a vaccine, I wonder if it will determine how people vote. And if it does, how they're going to handle that in 2024. Here's Dr. Peter McCullough. Kaiser Family Foundation study says one-third of Americans
2: say the vaccines have caused thousands of people to lose their lives. Thousands of people. Think about this: Zogby survey last summer, about this time, fifteen percent of people who took the shots have some medical problem. They're seeing doctors. They've got blood clots. They've got neuropathy. Just fifteen. Fifteen percent. Yeah, fifteen. So here's the point: twenty-five percent of us didn't take it for a reason. The vaccine's kind of an important voter issue for us and health freedom. Another fifteen percent are screwed by them. That's forty. Now you got maybe an overlapping 30 who says this calling whoever is running for president better figure this out pretty quick because only 60% of people vote. That's it. That's all you're going to get 60% even in the biggest election. So out of the 60%, we're talking 40 plus. This is a hot issue. Do you know many candidates can't even articulate where they stand on this?
1: Here's a question I hadn't really thought about. I hadn't really considered it till I was hearing those numbers. Is there a secret anti-vax vote? People people when I say secret, this is what I mean. People who are gonna vote based on that and who pushes it or not vote based on that, and they're just not telling family and friends. I don't know. I don't know. 2024 is gonna be wild. And now here's a
2: headline. Go oh, you know the you know the thing.
1: Headlines we didn't get to biden's trojan horse immigration deal would allow another 1.8 million migrants they call them they're not migrants they're illegals but of course that again this is a central part of the plan snopes hilariously backpedals in reverse fact check of biden wearing a hard hat backwards biden wore a hard hat the wrong way he got made fun of for wearing a hat the wrong way remember the communists seized the choke points so they seize you know, fact checking organizations like snopes so snopes can come out and say no he didn't but then of course in this day and age where we have so much information in the palm of our fingertips in the palm of our hands not the palm of our fingertips our fingertips don't have palms anyway they got busted network of 3000 radical left groups backing indictments anti trump battle or ballot attempts 3 thousand different groups do you think we even have three thousand different people on the right tackling ballot chasing operations for 2024 are there even three thousand people involved in this operation i'll answer that question for you there aren't in the meantime they have three thousand different organizations dedicated to activism for just one issue Crazy how advanced they are. Headline, religious trauma still haunts millions of LGBTQ Americans. I am glad people are being more and more honest about who they view as the enemy in this country. It is time to just have it out. Now, we're going to do this again tomorrow. That's all.